Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Celestial Somology, where astronomy is viewed through the telescope of biblical prophecy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. We are your host, Joe Musidla and Matthew Miller. Wow, we've had some pretty interesting signs, shall we say, that has presented themselves in the heavens. Let's get Joe in the saddle. And uh, Joe, your your opening comments on... Well, this this supposed sign, and many people of faith coming forward saying that, uh, well, this is the sign of Son of Man. What's what's your thoughts? Wow. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, sign of the Son of Man. Um, I don't know. I didn't see anyone's hearts failing, so... Um, and I think there's some other events that are supposed to happen way before that. So I'm not seeing any of that happening, even though there are signs in the heavens that we can look at and, and get, uh, well, some hints as to what's going on and what God does want us to see. Well, you know, I, I absolutely agree. You just, you just come right out of the gate screaming though. Uh, that's the first thing I would have said was, wait a minute, uh, didn't Jesus say that when you see this heart, there will be people whose hearts fail them? Uh, you think they would have come out with that, right? I mean, you think they would have said that, uh, you know, uh, at least some type of statistic uh, saying that this week there was an abnormal rise in heart attacks, right? Something. Uh, Something to that effect, yeah. And I didn't see any of that, did you? No, I did not. I did not. So did you find that anomalous, or maybe they haven't read their Bibles enough to know what would get everybody's attention? Which which one do you think it is? Um, I think the well, the latter. <laughs> um, I think the latter. That you know, I'm always grateful that uh, well, they're looking. Um, so I am grateful for that. But uh, you know, once again, uh, it was a video that you had posted that the the R word came up. So um, you know, once again, we find that. Uh, that sidetracks what uh well what God is more than likely really wanting us to look at and what he really wants us to see um and and then taking uh well his his holy word out of context and uh just well hollywooding it up uh for lack of better terms um is 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 seems to be the the case uh, on, on a lot of these things of, of oh goodness, um, more yeah, more more of a, a, a science fiction sort of uh, notation to this, rather than uh, seeing exactly what this is and and uh, why why we should even be looking at it. So, well, you just had to mention the R word, didn't you? Um, mm. But that is the case in point, correct? This is always uh, tied together hand in hand. Um, outside of this this particular ministry, uh, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, let's go ahead and read this, and let's just get things straight. Um, a number one. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and the earth dismay among nations in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Okay, so we should have had one, two, three, four, five, 
Six things that should have been reported before this event. So far, the next verse, Luke chapter 21, verse 26. Men fainting from fear and the expectation of things which are coming upon the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. So now we have another one. Like I just said, they should have uh, preceding this, there would have been a rise abnormally in heart attacks. Now, third verse is a charm. The very next verse, verse 27 of Luke 21. Then, now, now that's, that says it pretty clearly. Then they will see the sign, or the Son of Man coming in the clouds with power. And great glory. So, I mean, you realize that verses 25 and 26 gives you a whole list of things that are supposed to precede the sign of the Son of Man coming. Uh, your thoughts, Joe? Um, yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, uh, just in Luke 25, there will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. Uh, and on the earth, dismay, dismay among nations in perplexity at the roaring of the seas and the waves. Um, men fainting from fear, the expectation of things which are coming upon the world and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then, you know, it gives this after, uh, then we will see the sign, the sign or the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great power and glory. I'm sorry, I added in sign there. I didn't mean to. Uh, I got sign on the brain. But uh, then we will see the Son of Man. So after these events, so after all this, so I, I'm still waiting for uh, a lot of things to transpire. Well, Joe, let, let me ask you the $144,000 question. What is the most difficult thing? that precedes the sign of the Son of Man, what is the most difficult thing to identify in this list? Is it uh, signs in the sun or the moon or the stars, or is it the roaring of the sea? Is that the most difficult thing to, to see or detect? Or I guess you could say the, uh, the failing of men's hearts, because that would have to be reported by the uh, health department, I guess. But um, what do you think would be the most difficult sign in this list to identify? Um, I would have to go with uh, the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And why don't you qualify and quantify that statement? Why do you say that? What do we? I, <laughs> what do we need to to see that? What do we need to? Uh, what does that look like, um, and what what would God have us be looking for to know that that is exactly what is happening? Well, uh, would it be all right if I provided uh, a pretty simple answer to that? Yes, I was just kind of okay. Um, well, we would have to quantify first and qualify what the powers of the heavens. Are. So let's qualify that statement. By that, are you referring to the angelic host or are you referring to uh, the planets or the stars? Which one are you referring to? Um, I would have to say all three, but all three. Um... all three. Okay, well that's that's fair. That that is fair. In order to see the heavenly power shaken, the best thing we could look for is to see the planets not along their proper place on the ecliptic. Now, what would be an even better sign? If we catch NASA, because they provide all transit maps, they provide them. If we're able to save those well in advance before they have the opportunity to change those maps, because believe me, Joe, they can you realize that those maps can be changed instantaneously on the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. They can cover their tracks instantaneously. So you'd have to get prior maps, and then, of course, you can get it on video 
uh, two transits. The only two transits that are really important, you need to look for a Mercury transit out of place, and you need to look for a Venus transit, once again, out of place. The only two planets that we can view a transit of are those two planets because they lie before us. And they are between us and the sun. So if you could get a hold of those hard copies of those maps and then watch the event and realize, oh my goodness, that's not in the right place. Or better yet, the transit doesn't happen. Then you're going to know that the powers of the heavens in reference to our planets has in fact been shaken out of their proper places. Then you'll know beyond any shadow of a doubt. So that, that's just one example. <clears throat> now for time, I'm not going to keep going down the list because, you know, you'd have stars, you would have yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But let's go back to the list and, and let's just take these one by one. Okay, what would be some signs in the sun that we could look for? And have we seen any events on the sun that we should be uh, taking note of oh goodness um, signs on the sun would be uh, usually um, sunspots um, solar flares um, uh, in uh, increase um, that's that's about all I can think of as far as the sun and you, you're right on time and right on target. Uh, here recently, we've had some, well, in the past few years, we've had some massive solar storms that have produced uh, the northern lights in pretty southern latitudes, correct? Correct. Uh, we've certainly documented some rather unusual sunspot activity, correct? Yes, all right, so we could definitely say that number one could be checked. Uh, Correct. Now, the next one, in my opinion, is the most difficult thing to see a sign in. As I've already aforementioned, it would be pretty mind-boggling to see the planets be shaken. However... The moon is the faithful witness, and it is the absolute perfection of mechanical marvels in creation. Just the simple fact, Joe, that you've never seen the dark side of the moon, have you? No. You've never seen any face of the moon except the one the Lord your God has presented unto you. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what that takes. Because you do know of the oscillation of the moon. It does not have a perfect circle round about us, correct? You know that it gets smaller and it gets bigger. It moves closer and farther away. And when it's at its closest point, they call that a super moon, correct? Correct. So, Joe, what it, would it take to produce a sign in the faithful witness? I mean, the Lord our God calls it the faithful witness. So, in my opinion, this is the most difficult thing to accomplish of the list given. Now, we do, as documented in the Encyclopedia Britannica, I have shared this with people many times, that there was a Russian astronomer that photographed a volcanic eruption and lava flow on the moon. It's right in there on my bookshelf in the Encyclopedia Britannica. That would certainly fit the bill. And hmm. you and I would agree that everybody's afraid of the ring of fire going up like a firecracker, right? Right. Just imagine if that happened on the moon. And, of course, the cloud cover on the moon, if of the right composition, would paint the moon red. Right? Hmm. Right. So definitely that event. However, we could also have meteor strikes on the face of the moon, uh, and, and I don't mean, you know, little flashes. I mean clearly visible to the general public, a massive or multiple meteor strikes, and we would definitely call that a sign in the moon, correct? Yes. So 
we do have some things we could look for. Have we seen any of these events? Not to my knowledge. No, we, we haven't seen any of these things. Now, another sign in the moon which would play part and parcel to the heavenly powers uh, being shaken would, of course, be a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse that was not right, i.e., you can get these maps ahead of time, just like we uh, hear recently. What was it? Last year, the year before, I can't remember. Uh, we had this great uh, solar eclipse that literally uh, went across the United States, correct? Yes. And you could get those maps well beforehand. If uh, there are Christians out there, watchmen that have took that have taken the time and the data space to make sure they download all those maps. And if the event in the future that we're supposed to have a partial eclipse, let's say, over Australia, down under, and we have witnesses on the ground that says, yeah, we were supposed to be in the path of the eclipse, and guess what? It didn't happen. So uh, not having the eclipses correct. Now, most notably, what would get the people of planet Earth's attention is if a partial eclipse was scheduled and all of a sudden a full eclipse happened or vice versa. I mean, if the whole world is watching uh, in anticipation for a full eclipse and all of a sudden mm. it's only partial, then yeah. definitely <laughs> that would, yeah. yeah, that would, that'd rattle your cage, wouldn't it, Joe? Mm. Oh, yeah. Because that would mean that well, the clock of creation. Now, mm -hmm. now, Joe, many people in this generation has never opened up the back of a clock. And you know what? I don't even know if you can get clocks anymore. N now they're just the electronic things behind the face, right? Yeah. There's not too many people who's ever opened up a real clock and seen the gears and see it tick. And, and it is a marvel. It, it is a perfection of synchronicity. Mm -hmm. This is how the heavens work. It's just like a, those those mini clock gears, and there's one here, and there's one there, and one shorter, and one longer, and it creates this synchronicity of motion. That's what would come undone. That's what would be clear signs, proof that the heavenly powers had been shaken. But the moon is the most difficult one because of the word of the Lord our God in of itself. He calls it the faithful witness. So if something goes wrong with the moon... We're in a world of hurt, and you realize that's going to terrify people. Look, Joe. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I have astrophysicists that are friends, and four of them work at major universities. Major universities. One of them not located in the continental United States. I have asked them this question. And one of them, it took them a couple of weeks to get back to me, but this was what all of them agreed independently of one another. They said if we ever start seeing the moon turn and we start seeing – you know, it started rotating. We start seeing the backside of the moon. That would probably scare me to death because mm. if that happened, our orbit would – be in question. And ladies and gentlemen, you've only got 2% of life, just 2%. If our orbit goes 2% closer to the sun, this planet turns into a desert. If we just go just 2% away from the sun, it turns into a frozen tundra. And all four of these friends of mine told me point blank, if we started seeing the wrong side of the moon that would mean we were doomed. So uh, if volcanoes started going off on the moon, eh, yeah, that, 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 especially if it was covered in a cloud of red, you know, red volcanic dust. Yeah, but uh, if we still saw the same face, eh, yeah, it, it would definitely frighten people because they would – Immediately point to the sun. There's overactivity in the sun. Therefore, the moon is getting too much energy inside of its core. And if we had a meteor strike on the moon, yeah, but 
that's pretty normal too, you know. Um, that's within the confines of, of what's safe. Even though an asteroid impact would be devastating, it would still be in that realm of safe. However, they all agreed if we start seeing the wrong side of the moon, that would mean the mechanical synchronicity of this solar system would be doomed. Mm. Now, we have the next one. Uh, perplexedly at the roaring of the sea and the waves. Joe, your thoughts, your opinions. Have we seen any signs like that? Uh, perplexity at the roaring of the seas and the waves. Um, I have not been... I have not seen perplexity at it. Um, no. Well, no. It's, explain per, perplexity. What would you define uh, that? How would you define that? Perplex would be uh, no explanation or um, goodness to be perplexed. Uh, just, I, I guess, to be almost overwhelmed, or uh, I, I guess I can't think of the the wording that I, I require for it. But you know, I can see it in my mind of I would well since the moon has everything to do with the tidal activity. If that were, I would think one would coincide with the other. If the moon were out of phase, that that would also. Uh, create um, abnormality in how the seas reacted, and it would be quite perplexing. Well, absolutely. Uh, I would define that the same way, that the per perplexity would be the timing of the tides. They would be off. That's, that's what I would say. It's not referring to tsunamis, tsunamis or anything like that, because... A tsunami would be expected, right? It, be, it, it wouldn't. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't cause you to be perplexed. You would know there was definitely an earthquake or impact somewhere, correct? Right. So, really, we're not we're not talking about tsunamis. Uh, now, let me hold my tongue there for a minute. I guess we really could see a perplexity. Uh, rising because of tidal waves if we were having them without mechanation. If there was a tidal wave showing up and they're like, what's going on? There was no earthquake. Right. Now, have we had any of that? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know if that falls into context, though. There was, uh, was an event. I can't remember if it was early... This year, late last year, where they described a chunk of uh, uh, of a uh, island falling off and creating a uh, a tsunami, but no seismic. If I remember correct, there was no seismic activity that would show that. If I remember correct, but I would have to go back and look at that article again. Well, I'm I'm looking at it here now. It was from, or this is the one that I found because I think you and I talked about it. Uh, I think so. It was uh, December 23rd. So okay. yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Uh, this is from The Verge, uh, an article by Mary Beth Griggs. Deadly Indonesian tsunami was not caused by an earthquake. There was no earth-shaking warning before a wall of water rushed ashore under the cover of darkness in Indonesia on Saturday, killing more than 220 people and injuring hundreds, hundreds more. Unlike many large tsunamis, this was not caused by an earthquake. Instead, as experts think that a nearby volcanic eruption triggered an underwater landslide which pushed the wall of water towards the shore. Uh, the tsunami hit around 9.30 p.m. local time when many residents and visitors were relaxing near the beach on the islands of Java and Samatura on either side of the Sundra Strait. Now, that's exactly the two places that was hit by Krakatoa when she blew. Um, but this doesn't make any sense either because, of course, volcanic eruptions 
cause seismic activity. Yes, they register mm-hmm. they register on Richter scale. So I do not appreciate that this person is uh, uh, trying to uh, deceive my intelligence. Uh, let's let's keep reading here. Um, the most likely culprit for the destruction of a volcano in the middle of the Strait. And that Krakatau. Okay, there we go. That's 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 what I thought. Early in December, the active volcano volcano sputtered, sending ash high into the atmosphere. But on Saturday, it offered no obvious warning of danger that was to come rolling off its flanks, leaving hundreds of people directly in the tsunami's destructive path. It offered no obvious warnings of the danger that was to come rolling off its flanks. Really? Of course, there was no. Because it didn't do anything. Um, so, Joe, you are correct. Uh, we do have at least one instance of this. Your 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 thoughts on this? Um, that this is an obvious lie. If I mean, they said it themselves that Anna Krakatau didn't do anything, which means the son of Krakatoa. It's this uh, new volcano that's come up in the same place where Krakatoa was. Your thoughts on them being so obviously deceiving, um, Joe? Uh, you know, once again, I, I think it's uh, their intention to not cause alarm um, at such a strange anomaly. Um, th- this sh- should have been something that, uh, well, this is, you know, like we're discussing right now, this is something that Christians should definitely be uh, in relationship to uh, Luke twenty twenty one twenty five, that we should be talking about and uh, discussing um, to see if uh, well if if this is if there's more going on here and in doing some investigating. So that's that's kind of where my thoughts go. And once again, you know, I've already hinted that real watchmen should be downloading and saving all maps of uh, transits and eclipses just in case they're not right because they will change the data and they can do so instantly. But this is another thing I want to bring up to real watchmen. Uh, this needs to be categorized and uh, documented, you know, make sure that, that – because, ladies and gentlemen, they could literally go back, change what Joe and I just read – republish it and say or just delete it i mean this hasn't caught enough attention because the attention span is so uh over entertained that the that the news cycle's like only a day so they're probably not even worried about this being saved and documented but uh the watchman should be docking should be documenting this and setting email alerts for news about rogue tsunamis just like this. Um, so we at least have one instance of this, uh, which is good uh, <laughs> for the bride anyway. It's good for the bride, but this is kind of out of place uh, because the perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves is – we haven't seen anything in the moon. Like I said, that's the most difficult thing to see. Now – even the stars, we, we have had some supernovas. And the only thing I can say about supernovas is this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have had supernovas that were visible during the daylight. Those are real, real supernovas. But I would say this. If we saw multiple naked eye supernovas, that would definitely fit the bill. But we have had some supernovas. So I, still, I'm a stickler with the moon. We haven't had any signs in the moon. <laughs> um, hmm. Now, uh, I've already discussed the last one, men fainting from fear. Um, Joe, your thoughts on that? Uh, what do you think about that one? Um, expectations of things which are coming upon the world. Uh, men fainting from fear you know, or their hearts failing. Uh I have not seen anything uh, medically, or in, in I think that would have, 
I definitely think that would have been something that would have been notated, uh, at least even by just um, secular, uh, you know, uh, news that would have been uh, saying, you know, a, a rash of, of heart attacks or uh, something to that effect. And I have not seen that, you know, it's been, you know, while we've seen other things escalating as far as uh, medical, but I have not seen that uh, particular thing pop up yet. Well, you bring up a good point. We need to discuss the KJV. The KJV words it differently. Uh, Mm -hmm. It says what everybody's used to hearing. Hearts failing them. That is incorrect. That's absolutely gross mistranslation. Heart is not in this verse. Um, the two words used is, well, breathe uh, and men or men's visage, of course. So uh, this particularly means their – well, their their breath will, will fail them. Okay. So – uh, Joe, uh, your thoughts on extreme instances of – well, that is when you're really terrified, you know, when you can't catch your breath. Yes. So, yes, no. So your thoughts on that, when they can't catch their breath to the point that it makes the news, what's what's your thought about that? Um, in In large mass, I have not seen that. Um, I, and ha- I have experienced that myself where, uh, you know, I think at least once or, or twice where I literally opened my mouth and nothing came out. Uh, I could not catch my breath to, t- to uh, in the situation to get anything out to say anything. Um, so that's that's kind of what uh, I would be expecting. It would be along those lines in, in more of a uh a mass of that if you will well i i think that you know like i like i said the the only way we would know this is if the health department got this information to the news now people literally fainting because they're so afraid that they can't catch their breath and well they lose consciousness for lack of breath that's what this greek is saying happens gotcha uh which could be many signs and many symptoms of many things, but we, we've not seen any of this uh, in the news anyway. So, so this would be pretty difficult to to categorize. But you could look for it in the news. You could set email alerts if you were a real watchman of the Lord your God. You could set your email alerts to to uh, alert you in your email if such a news item popped up because you can do this uh, with Google News. So you could certainly catch it. Um, So these people coming out and saying that this photograph of a black hole being the sign of the Son of Man is absolutely gross, gross irresponsibility. Gross. What they should have stated uh, that, well, you'll see the sign of the Son of Man last. That's the last thing on the list coming. They should have qualified that with saying, well, and they could have provided stuff with the sun, no doubt about it. Uh, Not the moon. They could have with stars because we have had, you know, supernovas over the past few years, although there's none been visible with the naked eye. I would definitely qualify that as being a a naked eye supernova. Um, We do have this one instance of rogue tsunami, so they should have, you know, put that in there. But to me, Joe, this is just gross irresponsibility. Um, For one, this thing is not visible with the naked eye, correct? Correct. Um, Let. Ladies and gentlemen, just so you all know, this this is a composite. This isn't the visible light spectrum. It is a composite of radio waves and ultraviolet waves and everything else. Uh, NASA always provides composites. So uh, 
that being what it may be. You cannot see this with the naked eye, period. This cannot be the sign of the Son of Man, because the Bible clearly says, you will see it. It will be visible with the naked eye. So, Joe, we probably need to talk about this a little bit. You brought up the R word. This is always used, this type of thing is always used in associate, well, in association with said, well, unspoken event. Why do you think that is? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I, I think I've spoken about this before, of just saying that uh, we, the truth will always stand. You, you, you know, it, the Bible is quite clear that all these things, you know, like you just described there that the, well, they wouldn't be able to catch their breath and they would literally faint. Now, I, I, what I experienced was, was quite small. I just, it was, it was a small version of that, but this is, this is something so terrifying and something that is, it's almost unimaginable, but yet it's, it's real. It's what he said. So, so once again, you know, there needs to be a deterrent from what he said to something that uh, sounds, I guess, sounds nice, but at the same time, I'd rather, I'd rather know. I'd rather know the truth. I'd rather know exactly what he said. So then, when I see these events, I know exactly what's coming, and I'm not going to be, well, I'm not going to be uh, fainting. I'll, I'll, I'll know that this is what's coming, and and I've been expecting it. I've been waiting for it. I've, I've been looking for it. I've. And so it's it's a lie you always have to prop up you it continually um the the truth always just stands by itself so i you know and and the other thing too is I was looking up uh this documented uh uh black hole it i think it was eight different radio telescopes that it took to view this uh they they said they basically needed a telescope the size of the earth so they had to to wait for the rotation of the earth in order to even get a glimpse of this thing um so this wasn't uh this wasn't like you said this was nowhere near visible to the naked eye well you yourself just stated it they used radio telescopes right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they weren't using great big lenses, Joe. They did, they did not no. see this. It was not seen. Right. It was not seen. It was detected. There's a great big difference. But let me bring up something that everybody's probably going to get mad at me about because they just hate it when I provide those Salah moments. The word in question here, ladies and gentlemen, is epikomenon in the Greek. Now, to you... Uh, that would be G1904. However, that is in the plural case. Things, ladies and gentlemen. So, let's go back to what I was saying before. Immediately, this event that happened in Indonesia, uh, that they're falsely accusing Anak Krakatau to be the culprit, that's not admissible as evidence because... That is plural. Things. Multiple things. So that is not in, that could not be included. It should be documented as a first instance. But until you get a witness. So now we're looking at multiple events, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And the Greek is so exacting, you can't prop up any lie with the Greek. It is exacting. It's exacting. So this being in the plural form... This is correct. Uh, the expectation of the things, plural. You have to have at least two events that coincide that makes this abnormal. So you would have to have multiple events of any one of these instances on this list. So you're right, Joe. And this plays part and parcel to what I, well, 
stated earlier that the entertainment industry has so shortened the news cycle and so shortened uh, people's, well, comprehension time uh, that this plays massive part into all of this. You must continually advertise any cunningly devised fable repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. So anything becomes a sign for this lie because you continually have to prop it up. So uh, that's the problem with said, well, issue, Joe. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You just continue to have to prop this up and you just grasp at straws. When uh, immediately any supposed watchman that posted this should be addressed and confronted as a liar because this black hole could not be seen. Right. So, that being the case, uh, there's lots of ministries out there that do this, right? They supposedly um, uh, expose uh, what do you call that? Uh, Wolves. Uh, in sheep's clothing, these th- these bad preachers, right? There's like tons of ministries that do that, correct? Yeah, I, yeah, I believe so. So that would be their job. That's why we haven't mentioned any names here. There's there's no reason for us to do this. We're just addressing this issue. Is this the sign of the Son of Man? Uh, your vote, Joe. Yes or no? And I don't want to maybe. I don't care for wishy-washy people. Yes or no? Is this the sign of the Son of Man? Uh, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the record, this is not Norda Nix Nine. Whatever language you want to use, this is not the sign of the Son of Man. Point blank. It's, now, usually Joe and I, um, well, we usually uh, talk about what the Bible does say. And I guess we have, to a small portion, talked about this, but... Uh, we do need to, before we do that, let's let's go ahead and chronicle just so everybody knows that, yes, this object uh, was uh, documented in Missler 87. That is a Missler object 87, which is in the constellation Virgo, which is the sign of the woman. No doubt about that. So that gives us our technical data. Uh, Joe... What's your thoughts on some things we could actually share for what the Bible actually does say? Now, I thought uh, last time we had talked, we had brought up, uh, I believe it was uh, Newit in the Milky Way, and that this was more than likely, um, this more fit the bill as, well, uh, the woman described in the book of Revelation, they're crowned and how she is presented. So a sign being in Virgo, I'm not, uh, I don't know. Well, most certainly I would have to agree with you. Uh, And we did discuss that, uh, the simple fact that uh, we need to clarify and quantify that just in case people didn't catch that particular episode of Celestial Somology. Ladies and gentlemen, the Milky Way has always been known as Newit. Uh, this is why her feet touches one horizon and her hands touch the other horizon, because it is the cloud of the Milky Way. Joe and I quantified and clarified that what may be mentioned, the flashing in the heavens from the east to the west, one horizon to the other, could be the cloud of the Milky Way flashing in of itself, and believe me, that would definitely make astrophysicists and astronomers faint from lack of breath thereof. That would definitely fit the bill. <laughs> that would definitely do it. That would definitely trigger that event. So I'm glad you brought that up, Joe. Um, my thoughts. I'd have to wholeheartedly agree with you that uh, the constellation uh, Virgo really does... It can be interpreted to fit the bill under certain circumstances. We do know that, uh, you know, there are many times where, uh, well, certain seasons of the year that the sun is in Virgo and you do have 
the moon at her feet. No doubt about it, that does happen. That does happen. However, uh, a more monumental event would be uh, this happening at sundown with moon at moonrise and the Milky Way flashing like as if it has lightning in it. Uh, that would rattle your cage, ladies and gentlemen. That would probably scare... No, that would. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you point blank. If you were to see that, if everybody on this planet was to see that, you would have a large percentage of the general population fainting because they could not catch their breath. They were so terrified. Now, seeing the sun in Virgo with the moon positioned at her feet? No, that's not going to get anybody's attention. That's just not going to do it because that happens, well, <laughs> every year that happens, actually. Right. So I agree with you, Joe. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to go look back uh, for that particular celestial somology. Uh, if you're wanting more technical data, because me and Joe shared all kinds of information about that. So, <clears throat> that being the case, Joe, I, I would have to agree with you. Um, and we do need to talk about the event horizon, Joe. Let's go ahead and discuss the R term that has to continually be propped up by the entertainment industry. What is the next terrestrial incursion that we will endure what is your opinion on that what is the next terrestrial incursion that we will endure is it from god is it from satan is it from jesus is it from michael is it from what's your thoughts oh the next oh oh uh, well i'm <laughs> well it's when he has set up sitteth upon the throne uh well it's pretty he's clear uh, god the father is the next terrestrial incursion. Um, it's Jesus. Yeah, he, yes, he is coming back, but uh, once to rule and to reign uh, for a thousand years, that's, that's, I don't, that's what it says. That's just, there's no way around it. But, well, it seems that God the Father is the one who kicks well, yeah, that is a good kicks this whole thing off, literally, literally off, um, <laughs> literally. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting for. Well, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. You brought that up too. So, uh, used to prop up uh, this 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 lie. Um. They always say that, that Jesus is partially – well, he's got multiple returns, correct? Mm-hmm. Where does it say that, Joe? Do, do you have one instance of your knowledge of the scriptures vast that ever say there are two returns of Christ? Never. He doesn't say it. No, it's always it's, – it's, he's once and that's it. I see. Well – um, Let's 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 talk about this event. Um, let's go to one of the well, one of the prime chapters in the Bible that chronicles this. Okay. Okay. Uh, where do I want to start? Let's let's start with uh, verse six of this particular chapter. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of His mouth. All their host and gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the plans of the people. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. Ah, yeah. 
the prophetic code, la dor vedor, age to age. So, ladies and gentlemen, he just told you that uh, when uh, the Lord does this thing, um, you're not going to be killed like in the days of Noah. Uh, verse 7, he makes sure to tell you that, no, he's going to actually heap up all the waters in a place. Um, but he definitely stands uh, that – he definitely states quite clearly uh, that the earth uh, and the heavens that they're made in, he speaks, it's done, and it stands fast. That's exactly what the Hebrew and the Greek says. There is no way around it. And I appreciate that Joe's sitting there scratching his head. Which chapter is he talking about? I thought he was going to read from chapter 24 of Isaiah. I don't have to. I don't, I, I don't need that particular chapter. Here, you understand that once again, the sixth seal event. I have spoken many times that when this happens, everyone has super, uh, supernatural knowledge of exactly what God is going to do. And he just told you that. He just says that he confounds what of all the nations? Um, well, he, he come right out and told you that he confounds everybody's thoughts and plans. He does that now. Now that I've read that chapter, we'll go ahead and go to the sixth seal event, and uh, well, we'll read about this exact same thing the Lord just told us He was going to do. He just said He was going to stand up creation. He he he's not afraid to tell you the truth of what's really going to happen. So we just need to go to the sixth seal event, the event horizon once the tribulation trigger has been tripped. I look. When he broke the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair. The whole moon became like blood, and the stars in the sky fell to the earth as a thick tree cast its unripe figs when shaken by a great wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll when it was rolled up, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Then the kings of the earth, the great men, and the commanders, and the rich, and the strong, and every slave and free man hid themselves in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. Why? Because the chapter I just read you explained to you why. He rewires all their brains. They have supernatural knowledge of what's about to happen. And here they admit it to you. Verse 16. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne. And from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of the wrath has come, and who is able to what? What did that chapter say that I read to you? That's right, stand. Who is able to stand? So, uh, there's two chapters of what the Bible actually does say. Uh, we just took Joe's initial thoughts, and we just expanded upon it using the word of the Lord, your God. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the things he states. So, with all these things in mind, well, uh, well, there's so much technical data there in either chapter that I just read from. But your thoughts, Joe, um, does your prior comments line up with the two chapters? Not, not just one. I read from two chapters of the Bible. One, Revelation chapter 6, and the other I did not give nomenclature to, but does your prior comments line up with what I read? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I... Yeah. That's exactly it. There's no arguing with it. There's no uh, debating with it. It just stands. That's exactly what he says. It's exactly what's going to happen. Right. So you would agree from, from this point forward, the only thing we could do with this text is to glean from it. Correct. There's. I agree with you wholeheartedly. There's no debating it. Uh, there's no arguing with it. The only thing you can do with the two scriptures delivered is glean the technical data from them. And I provided a little bit of that. But uh, these two chapters said the exact same thing, just in a different way. That's that's all it did. Um, some gave more details than the other. Uh, so if you put these, these verses together, 
oh my goodness, you can come out with a quanta of data that can be correlated, uh, that can be learned from, gleaned from, and then delivered to the bride for her edification. You would agree, Joe? Absolutely. All right. So we have done that. We have talked about what the Bible actually does say. So, Joe, your closing comments, please, uh, and your thoughts about the proper job of a watchman. What should the watchman be doing, in your opinion? Uh, in my opinion, I think uh, looking at all the different data um, that – and well, not calculating, but uh, – well, I guess you could. I guess you could calculate if if uh, you know what you're looking for and looking at, and you can even divide it up uh, amongst yourselves in different groups of different groups to look at. Well, uh, we could go back to – Oh goodness, uh, I got too many things open here. Uh, go back to Luke and and have somebody uh, have maybe one group looking at the sun, another group looking at the moon, another group looking at the stars, uh, another group looking at the sea, uh, another group looking at the health um, or the the, the uh, oh well you know I guess uh, documentation from uh, our health facilities and such. And seeing what's going on there, um, and 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 then uh, really paying attention to what's going on, kind of getting a, a you'd have to go back quite a ways to get uh, set a well a standard of of what we consider normal, and then go forth from there and uh, and start looking at things and seeing uh, well where things are off and what is causing those things to be off. And then searching the scriptures to see uh, where God has told us that these things would happen. So that's that's kind of my thoughts on it. Well, I'll I'll tell you my thoughts. Uh, one watchman would be disqualified. I don't. For one, I agree with everything you said, but I would say that one person needs to watch the sun. Uh, or multiple people, but you're going to get the gist. You need a well. You need a body, is what you need. A watchman mm. needs to be a body, and the arm needs to watch the sun. Another arm needs to watch the moon. You get my point. Uh, mm -hmm. So there should be a watchman organization that stands locked arm to arm, hand to hand, heart to heart, head to head. Um, that's what we need. We desperately need that is a gathering of watchmen that uh, creates its own separate body, which would be a member in the Ecclesia Vast. Okay, so you could – what I'm trying to relate to you, is it like this, this group of watchmen would be like a complete hand that is in the body of Christ? Um, right. And we have that already. Uh, you know, we have a separate member that is just for mission work, correct? Correct. And you could divide that up. We have missionaries in, you know, South America and Africa and all those places, correct? Yeah. So we need to have the same thing that's that's that the missionary work is accomplished by. Uh, one group that is watching the sun, they could be likened to the missionaries in South America. You understand, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we need a a body of watchmen. Uh, this desperately needs to be done because it's so easy to do. I know that I do it. I have email alerts set up with Google News to alert me for certain news items that happen. And then you would have to have active people. Of course, the most active that we have is the sun. That's probably the easiest thing to do, but somebody would have to watch NOAA. Uh, which is the uh, what's the acronym for that? National Organization of I, I don't know. They're they're the people that 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 watch the waves and keep track of the tides. So that would definitely be a full time job. Uh, it would definitely be a full time job to watch the moon. It definitely be a full time job to even find a place uh, where you could get all the information about the particular supernovas that go off. Um, 
in my opinion, uh, there's no debate. That's that's what is needed. A body of watchmen that is qualified to be a member of the body of Christ. Uh, that's what I think, Joe. And, and it's and they just have to remember that. Especially with the eclipses and transits, you better download all those maps right now. And as the events happen, you check them against maps that you downloaded two years ago. Look, you'll be able to catch them. Oh, yes, you will. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we read from articles here, but Joe, your opinion, those articles could be instantaneously deleted or changed, correct? Oh, inst yeah, instantaneously. And nobody would yep. ever know it. Nope. You'd never know it, ladies and gentlemen. So somebody needs to start with the waves being this article that that we shared from. Uh, no doubt about it, and people need to do some serious work on, well, the tides. Uh, there is a lot of consternation because, ladies and gentlemen, everybody says that the moon causes the tides – but not a whole lot of people concur with that conclusion. But you need to understand that if this be true, if it is true, if Isaac Newton was correct because he was the first person to explain tides scientifically, and I'm not saying he is correct, but if he is, beyond any shadow of doubt, if we had problems with the moon, we'd have problems with the tides. But we need qualified individuals to... to Look at the tides, track them, uh, and not have any prejudices. I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there that get all emotional, but yeah, they're lying. The moon doesn't, uh, you know, produce the tides. That's fine, just as long as you don't get emotional and you can chronicle both sides. You can just deliver the facts. That's what the Ecclesia needs. Watchmen dedicated to the facts. To the facts, so that they deliver them, no matter what you know their particular stint is about what actually causes the tide. So that's what I personally think is is a body uh, that is mechanically uh, designed in the fashion of mission work. I mean, that's always been very successful how that's done, and we just should. So I would immediately say that one watchman is completely and utterly disqualified without a witness. It should be a group. Uh, but we have talked about things that we should look for. And let me ask Joe personally. Joe, what would be one thing that would really rattle your cage when you would – I mean you would have that gut feeling that we're in the end times? What type of sign would that take? Um. <laughs> well, uh, you and I have talked about this before, and uh, I, when I used I used to work uh, nights, and so I, I would uh, after work I would sit outside and and just sit it and stare at the stars, and even though those change as far as with the seasons, I, I remember you and I had talked about a. Uh, well, a dismissal or a uh, – how do I want to say that? Um, not being able to see certain stars that we're used to seeing. If I was to look up into – oh, I think you and I discussed about Orion. If uh, a certain group was missing from Orion that uh, – well, you, you would be the one that I would call <laughs> – uh, and I would probably be uh, most excited. All right. Well, just so no, you, you just so you know, you wouldn't be the only one that would be calling me. There'd be <laughs> <laughs> lots of very qualified individuals calling me if they seen that. Uh, but um, what would it take for me? Let me say this: it wouldn't take much, because that's what I long for. That's what. I salivate over. I'm just dying for somebody to pull that start gun trigger. I'm just dying to get the show on the road. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the chain that is around my neck and the chain 
around my feet. I am sick of their chronometers and their currency. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. So it, it really wouldn't take much for me, but <clears throat> we we may have a group that might be gathering uh, due to the call that we've made on this this very program. So I need to do this again. Uh, this is the Verge. Uh, com. Uh, December the 23rd, 2018. This is the name of the article, Deadly Indonesian Tsunami Was Not Caused by an Earthquake. Uh, that's where you can start. That's where this group can be founded around this call. They can get this documentation and they can start searching for this event and uh, getting the hardcore data recorded so that when this does begin to happen multiple times. They can record those instances, but you will event, reach an event horizon when this article I just gave you, it will be deleted. It will be. Because if this starts happening, even on an occurrence of once a month, they probably third time would be a charm and they would start restricting this information. So they would start deleting when it happened before. So every time it happened again, it'd be a new thing under the heavens is what it would be. So, it, for instance, what I'm trying to say is, if next December, the third week of December, we have another rogue wave that takes out, let's say, you know, um, Florida. If they saw people linking these two events together, they would delete all memory of this first one. They would let the new one stand, but you wouldn't be able to remember when it happened first there in Indonesia. So this needs to be saved. And you, and and let me give everybody a hint. Just so you all know, pictures need to be taken. Okay? You need to do screenshots and save those. Now, if you got a screen, if you have to scroll down on the page and and create three or four different pictures, then put them into a program and put them together so they're one picture. Save the data as pictures as well. Because just saving the link or saving a text document, that can be corrupted, that can be scanned for keywords and deleted. However, you can't scan photos for words. There needs to be a gathering of watchmen into an independent body. Joe, your final comments, please. Wow. Um, I, I, you know, I think you just said uh, everything that needed to be said there. I think that was said best. But uh, once again, uh, I had an absolute blast um, talking about. Uh, well, I, I love getting together with you. I love, I love being able to spend this time with you and, and just talk about his word. And even though um, people do get excited, I, I'm grateful that they are getting excited. I hope they're getting excited for the right reasons, but uh, I guess without stumbling too much more over myself, I, I really, I agree wholeheartedly with what you just said as, as far as getting a, a body of watchmen together. So with that, um, I'm just going to say take care and God bless. Amen, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. Godspeed.